Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to NJSBA's program, Conversations on New Jersey Education, a show dedicated to discuss discussing the education issues of the day with the state education leaders. And it's a conversation I hope you, you take part in. My name is Ray Penny. I'll be your host today. Uh, right now, we will not be having the caller line on, but we will be monitoring the chat room and taking questions then. I have talked to our our guests, who I'll get to in a few seconds. Uh, and if we can't, if I can't get to your questions on the chat room, I will forward them on to um, the commissioner, and he will uh, get back to us. Um, our guest today is the commissioner of education, David Hesby. Uh, commissioner Hesby, I'd like to welcome you. Thanks, Ray. And good morning to all your listeners. Okay, um, Commissioner. Um, actually, before you came on, we were talking about it. This is not your first in as commissioner. You were commissioner in 1999, but you've also been a college president, um, and you also have been a superintendent. So I'm going to kind of get right into it because we don't have much time. Okay. Why do we need standards? Uh, from Maybe from all those perspectives uh, that you've had. Right. It's always a, a great first question. Why do we need these standards? And it's a pretty commonsensical answer, actually. And we all talk about how we need to prepare students for the world and jobs of tomorrow. We're a very future-oriented profession. So how do you do that? You can't prepare students for the world and jobs of tomorrow based on the curriculum and instruction of yesterday. It just cannot work that way. We are a high-performing state in New Jersey academically because of our commitment to continual improvement, stretching back to the 1980s and before. And this continual improvement has at its foundation rigorous academic expectations. We as a state constantly aspire to high standards academically, and those standards have to be aligned to the skills and knowledge necessary to allow our children to be competitive nationally and internationally. So we're very future thinking when we think about standards and we look for the best standards we can. Now, why do we do this? Well, ultimately we do it because children need to be able to succeed in the future. So let me, a couple of quick anecdotes from my uh, career. First, let's, let's talk about the college presidency. And like most school administrators, principals, superintendents, anybody, I spent a lot of time in the first few days of classes in September getting to know students. Why are they there in the classes? What are they trying to do? And it was always wonderful. Their dreams were to be teachers. Their dreams were to be nurses. They wanted to serve. Uh, They're highly motivated. Yet a lot of them coming in just couldn't do college-level work. And we had to place them in developmental coursework, remedial coursework in, in language arts and in math. And uh, 66% of my incoming students had to do developmental work before they could earn one single college credit. And the horrible thing is that you'd see those students and you'd chat with them in October and you can see they're becoming very frustrated because they just weren't able to learn the work as quickly as they needed to to stay on, on path, career path. And then come November, December, you could see desperation because the semester was closing and they still weren't where they needed to be. 
and Ray in January, they were gone. They were absent from my campus. And just think about the human impact of that uh, inability of us to prepare those students for college careers. And that's ultimately what we're trying to get at through new standards. We want to make certain that every student can come into a career, and lots of them, half the higher ed students in New Jersey go to community colleges. And the numbers are staggering in terms of the number of those students, the percentage of those students who can't do college-level work because we haven't prepared them enough in math and language arts. And by raising our standards, we're going to do that. Uh, so you would support the standards. You're not supporting because you're commissioner of education. You just, you're supporting the standards because you're an educator. Absolutely. Um, from being a college president, all the county college presidents in New Jersey support the Common Core standards because they know this is going to help students who come to their campus succeed. Uh, and so, and as a superintendent, as a former superintendent, the Common Core standards are the answer to a lot of the problems we're facing. The most difficult conversation any superintendent has to have is with a family whose child has not been able to pass the high school proficiency assessment. They can't pass it, yet we have allowed them from grade to grade to be promoted, getting C's and B's throughout their high school and throughout their middle school and throughout their elementary school career, and now all of a sudden they can't pass the high school test. And the Common Core and the park assessments that are associated with them will allow us to get at that problem as well. So for all those reasons, uh, as a superintendent, as a president of a college, I support the Common Core. Now, uh, Commissioner, um, the Common Core is a little bit different than our state standards, not much probably. I mean, it's a little bit more rigorous. Uh, but over 40 states have joined it, and uh, I, what I'm going to do is um, – I know you're passionate about the Common Core, but there are some critics out there, and I, knowing you, I think you feel some of the criticism is based on a lot of misconceptions. So I'm going to kind of go through some of the, the issues that have been brought up. Mm -hmm, sure. over, 40 state, over 40 states have been part of the Common Core, so there's a feeling – and I'm sure you've heard it, that this is a national curriculum that we're taking away the curriculum from both the state and the local districts. Is uh, What are your thoughts on that? Well, this is actually an interesting question for New Jersey, because unlike a lot of states, we've been engaged in standards-based reform since the late 80s. And so this is nothing new to us. As a matter of fact, this is one of the reasons I think we are successful as a state in comparison to others, uh, that we are constantly looking for the best standards and implementing them. In New Jersey, the Common Core was actually adopted back in 2010, and a lot of people I just don't think understand that we've been on this road for a long, long time. It's in our blood. It's in our DNA. Uh, and therefore, a lot of the national debate doesn't apply here in New Jersey, and that's just one piece of misinformation that I think we, we need to do a better job of uh, getting at and getting out the more accurate information that these are New Jersey standards, and these are part of our New Jersey change process over many, many decades. Would you say, and you kind of alluded to that, and uh, uh, that... For actually, it probably might even be better for New Jersey because we've always had probably the highest standards or among the highest standards, and now more states have to meet those standards than before? Right. I think this will uh, – participating with a, a large number of other states in standard setting and then in measuring progress towards those standards is going to give us a lot of comparative information 
and I think we're going to do very well. Um, okay, now uh, here's some of the other things. And some of the things, the criticism I, I, I've heard are kind of contradictory, but um, some say the standards are too low, that they're uh, dumbing down the curriculum in New Jersey. Um would you and, and then conversely, I, I have heard sometimes almost in the same breath that they're uh, too hard and that the kids are not going to be able to pass the test. So, um, and I, I know parents are hearing this. Are the standards right. so let's pretty start appropriate? With the first one, that they're 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 uh, too low. Now the standards are a floor. The standards has always been a floor in New Jersey for decades. These have been the minimums that we uh, want for, for our children, academic expectations for our children. They do not set a ceiling, and uh, we know, and I know personally from my uh, experiences as a college president, that so many of our students are arriving in county college classrooms unable to do college-level work that those standards we're using now are not right. They're just not, the expectations just aren't high enough. So. Um, so if you look at both, they're too low or too high. Uh, they're uh, they're certainly uh, not too uh, low because these are a just a um, a uh, a floor, and districts will set their curriculum expectations higher uh, in some places. And it's certainly uh, not our current standards. Certainly not preparing students for the real world expectations of uh, colleges. And careers, and a fascinating read for your readers if they haven't reviewed the College and Career Readiness Task Force report of 2012. They should. It was a group of of educators in uh, from K to 12, from higher ed, uh, employers, uh, business representatives, all getting together and saying our current standards and assessments don't do. Uh, uh, our students any type of help at all. Employers can't use them to as a basis for entry-level knowledge and skills. Colleges can't use them as a basis for needing developmental remedial work. Um, and all agreed. And getting such a diverse group together, you think it's very difficult to get consensus. But the consensus was that our current standards just are not doing the job. Um. Yeah, actually, I'm going to jump a little headed to where I was going to go, but you said there was consensus, so I just want to – I know something else is going on. Is there a consensus among the edu- education K-12 through education groups in New Jersey who do, who do not always agree with each other? Uh, is there an agreement on the Common Core? Uh, this was actually one of the more interesting um, conversations over the past 45 days, and if we just look at the Common Core standards – and uh, have conversations with each of the education groups, with the business community. Uh, There is a a great deal of consensus that the Common Core standards uh, will help children and uh, should be implemented in New Jersey. Okay. Um, Now, you you mentioned that this started in 2014, and actually standards go way, way back. Back to Uh, 20. And New Jersey adopted the Common Core standards, and teachers and educators have been busy uh, adopting curriculum and uh, instructional practices in alignment with those standards for the past four years. So the, some people who have said, slow down, we're moving too fast, uh, what would you say to them? 
Well, we probably have the most deliberative process we've ever used in New Jersey for moving from the adoption of the standards to the first assessment of those standards. Five years will have gone by between adopting and measuring, and I think that is a, a very sufficient period of time. And by the way, I'm very impressed with the way teachers and educators have responded, and I think New Jersey's ready to go with the new measurements. Okay, and um, so one one of the other criticisms that I have heard, uh, and it goes to the teachers, is that we're forcing teachers to teach to a test and taking away their creativity, um, and uh, so it's not there's no freedom for the teacher. Yeah, the core curriculum we have to remember, um, and uh, the Common Core, they're standards. They're not curriculum. They're just a clear set of shared goals and expectations that we know will help students succeed in college and career. So they're not a curriculum, and they do not dictate any particular instructional practice. All right, and and um, the other criticism that I have heard, and I'm sure you've heard some of them too, uh, is that in the creation of the Common Core, that there really was no input from uh, practitioners or from educators, uh, that it was more of a government standards. What's your reply to that? Yeah, I think that's, that's uh, totally false. I think every standard setting that I've ever seen over the past decades, and I've been involved in education in Jersey since the 80s, uh, have been and have, include, have been driven by and have including uh, leading educators uh, in our schools, um, and uh, the development of the Common Core uh, was no different. Uh, what's the, the Department of Education doing in implementing the Common Core? Uh, I know you have brought some of the education groups together. Uh, could you just name a few of the groups that have been supporting the Common Core that people may not know about or may not know about now? Yeah, well, I, uh, absolutely, and matter of fact, we're, uh, all of the various groups have gotten together jointly and have put together a uh, brochure that we're hope, hopeful of getting out to uh, every school in, in the state, um, and just uh, in no particular order, the New Jersey Association of School Administrators, um, the New Jersey School Boards Association, of course, the New Jersey Principal and Supervisor Association, New Jersey Education Association have been a big, have demonstrated a big leadership role regarding the Common Core and the core curriculum standards. New Jersey Association of County Colleges, uh, the PTA, of course, the Parent Teachers Association, uh, and uh, the business community has also been highly supportive of the Common Core. And I think that comes as a surprise to a lot of folks uh, that we have this broad coalition from all, uh, all places in New Jersey, from the education community in near unanimous support, to the higher education community, to the parent community, to the business community, all saying these standards are the right standards for New Jersey children. Why would you think uh, that there's such um, – I was at a, a program, and someone said there, were, there was anxiety uh, or nervousness about the Common Core. Uh, why do you think that is? Is it just a misconception Common Core is that somehow got started? Yeah, just uh, two, two 
points on that, um, uh, Ray. Uh, point number one, whatever change is uh, happening, there's always going to be some anxiety. And I, I talk from experience uh, on this. I remember when I was commissioner back in, in, in 1999, we were implementing the first elementary school tests. Uh, many of your listeners uh, remember the, the ESPA, and uh, there was a lot of anxiety then. What, what, these were tests for elementary school kids, of course, their first time we had done it. Uh, but now it's accepted that we need to understand the learning uh, and knowledge and skills of uh, children, even in elementary grades, so we can intervene positively in their lives. And so I do think that there's always anxiety uh, that, is, uh, that, that happens when change is happening. Uh, so that's point number one. Point number two, I think there's a lot of misinformation about the Common Core, and I think we are beginning to dispel a lot of that misinformation as we become more active in our uh, advocacy and information campaign. So I think th both of those are, are, are apparent here, and I think we will um, um, convince almost everyone in New Jersey that we are doing the right thing with the Common Core. And. Uh your advice to local districts, both to the administration and um, and to the school boards, uh, what advice would you give them in implementing the, the Common Core? Well, actually, at this stage, I would congratulate them because I think most of them have risen to the challenge. Of a vast majority, hundreds and hundreds of school boards um, and uh, the the leadership that they provide for the school administration teams, the teachers, the curriculum departments, uh, they've risen to the challenge. I see implementation occurring throughout the state, tremendous amount of eagerness to implement these new standards, and I think it's happening, and I'm, I congratulate them. Where I'd like to see a lot more activity, and, and it's starting to happen, is in having conversations at the community level with parents, mm -hmm with other community groups and organizations about the Common Core State Standards. And the department, along with this broad coalition we discussed earlier, has moved a whole bunch of resources out to the schools and the districts to begin those conversations. And I know they're happening, and uh, I think that will, I think, hopefully settle a lot of, a lot of folks down about what we're doing and why. Do you, uh, and, and you weren't, you haven't, been commissioner that long, and I'm not. Is this where maybe the education community might have misinterpreted things and not communicated as well with the parents in the community? And so when they heard misinformation, they kind of accept, might have accept, accepted it, and we probably should have explained it a little bit better if 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 we could redo it, I guess. Yeah, Ray, if I had a crystal ball, I'd have done a lot of things different in my life, but I don't think anyone in New Jersey really expected that some of the national conversations, which really don't apply to us, uh, were going to lead to a lot of misinformation in the state. I think what, what was really our, um, our responsibility was when that came to our attention that we needed to broaden our conversation and deeper in our conversation, we responded and uh, I think I'm very proud of our relations with all the education groups and how they responded and saw the same thing we did and we've all doubled down on our communications 
and uh, the strength of our relationships and partnerships. And I think we're getting the job done. It might just be in time. It's one of those just-in-time conversations, but just-in-time is still in time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. I just, uh, it'll be a kind of a two-minute commercial. Uh, I understand you'll be at uh, the, the workshop in Atlantic City for school board members and the school administrators? I never miss it. Okay, so uh, favorite, favorite time of the school year. Uh, so if, if any of our board members, administrators, or any of the listeners are planning on attending, you will be addressing them and talking about this issue and others. I'll be there, I think, for two days, um, and we will. I will have opportunities, I think, on both of those days to engage with uh, your members, with the with the administrators and principals as well, uh, who come to the convention. Um, and I'll certainly be available. They'll see me roaming the halls, I'm sure, as well, and they should feel free to stop me and uh, give me their thoughts. Uh, is there anything else that you have kind of heard about the Common Core that uh, you think we need to address as a, a misconception? I know that that's the word that you have used. Uh, issues that have been brought to your attention that you were surprised at? Right. I think it's... Um, it's always helpful for us to, to, to look at what's the problem we're solving for. Why are we implementing the Common Core? And I think a lot of folks never really think about the problem we're solving for in the Common Core. And really, there's two problems we're solving for. The first is one we, we discussed and touched on a little bit, and that's that we're not currently preparing students across the state in all communities and in all schools for the challenges of college and careers uh, in the future. And so we know that we have to do a better job in terms of preparing them, all students, for those challenges. And the way we do that in New Jersey over the past few decades has been identify standards that are aligned with those future expectations uh, of employers and of higher ed, and then to get them into place. So that's the first reason uh, that uh, we're doing this. The second reason is one that we probably need as a state to think a lot more about, and that's the fact that we have profound achievement gaps in the state of New Jersey between disadvantaged students and their peers in schools in almost every, every district in the state. And having realistic expectations, expectations that are linked from grade level to grade level and ready uh, and able to be assessed from grade level to grade level, um, I think is going to help us uh, get at that achievement gap that re has remained profound across many, many years, by the way, right? So this is nothing new, but I think uh, these new realistic uh, high expectation standards uh, will help us get to that problem as well. Uh, so many other things that I've heard. Uh I forgot about this criticism, uh, is that uh, there's a de-emphasis of reading literature. Uh, and I, I believe that is because there's an emphasis, uh, or not more of an emphasis, a little bit more of a shift to also reading nonfiction. Is that correct? Because uh, I've heard that criticism that we're going to lose all our great works of, you know, literature works. Well, the... One of the benefits of the Common Core is that it's real world, real world connected, and we're, we're emphasizing higher order thinking skills like problem solving, reasoning, fluency, 
uh, being able to synthesize and apply learning across new situations. And we're going to be asking teachers to use materials that can get at that. And so after, there will be changes in instruction, uh, but that's the reason for it. So it's really to to uh, make sure they're better prepared for the workplace. Absolutely. And so we know mm -hmm. there are going to be changes in instruction, but that's the goal. We always have to think about what's the what's the, the, the goal we're trying to achieve, and we know there will be changes because of that. But we are trying to get more real-world connected and focusing more on higher-order thinking skills, and that will require changes. Uh, but there's still going to be Shakespeare. No, that's good because I took Shakespeare and I re I loved it. Uh, I enjoyed Shakespeare too. <laughs> uh, the other thing uh, I want to talk when we talk about the standards and we we started off by saying New Jersey standards have been in New Jersey for for a long, very long time. These are these will probably change over time too because uh, since we've had the standards, we've seemed to raise the bar you know every few years. And do you do you envision that happening too? By, by law, the standards have to be reviewed uh, periodically. Every five years, the standards have to be reviewed because the uh, legislature uh, determined that the standards have to prepare students for the world and the jobs of tomorrow. So you can't be stagnant. If you're, you're stagnant in this world, you fall behind. And in order for our children to graduate with the life skills and knowledge necessary to function successfully in the jobs and careers of the future, we always have to be vigilant in, uh, in adopting the best and, and highest standards we can. And New Jersey does that, and we have a track record of decades that demonstrates we do it and do it well. Uh, just and uh, I, you talked about the consensus we have. If you look at the politics of a lot of the standards in the Common Core, uh, there were both. If you go to the political parties, it seems that there's bipartisan support on this too, for the most part. For the most part, yes. Okay. Um, the last question I have for you is. Um, as we move forward, what do you see as the future of New Jersey education uh, with these standards, and what will be the outcomes that you see as a positive? Well, I think the outcomes that are, you know, in a, if the standards and uh, the assessments and the use of the data from the assessments uh, are done well and done properly, I think we'll see large numbers of students heading into college ready for college-level work which means they'll graduate sooner, they'll graduate with less uh, uh, tuition bills, uh, tuition loans in the end. We'll see a healthier economy because employers will be getting uh, uh, employees with the job, and the, the job skills and knowledge that's necessary, and you'll see a healthier state in New Jersey because of all of that. Okay. Uh, that's bringing us towards the end. Do you have any final comments that you would like to – say to uh, our listeners, whether they be educators or, or parents even? Yeah, I think uh, we would always love to hear more of the perspectives that are out there. It helps us in terms of not only 
uh, fine-tuning our policies, but in crafting our outreach efforts. And so I'm always interested in what your listeners and, and everyone in New Jersey has to say. Uh, if they don't send you an email, they should hopefully find me at the workshop and chat with me. I'm always looking for a good conversation, and I just want to make certain that all your listeners understand we, we are uh, a service organization, and uh, we value any uh, input we can get. Okay, uh, and I do want to reiterate uh, that I said it in the beginning. If you have any questions, you can email them to me. Uh, if you didn't put them on the chat room, if you want to just – um, send me a, an email. I'll get it to the commissioner's staff, and I'm sure uh, they'll get back to you. Uh, commissioner, I'd like to thank you for joining us. Thank you, Ray. And that brings us to the end of this program. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope to see you at workshop uh, if, if, if you're going to be there. And I hope that you do take the commissioner up on his offer to uh, listen to him. Not only will the commissioner be there, but there will be many other programs, Department of Education officials, other local educators. So, uh, And I'm sure the discussion of Common Core will continue there. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you.